This is Cultivate a Good Life, Episode 1. Welcome to our tribe. You guys, we are so happy to have you listening to our very first ever episode of our brand new show, Cultivate a Good Life, the podcast. I'm Becky Higgins, and with me is my friend and co-host, Becky Proudfit. I am so excited. We have been planning and preparing for this day for months. I couldn't even sleep last night. It was like Christmas Eve. That's actually, like I legit lost sleep last <laughs> night because I woke up every few hours to, well, that sounds like I only, well, anyway, I, I did Just not dreaming. sleep well. Like it was kind of rough, but in an exciting way. Yeah, Christmas Eve is a good analogy. And by the way, yes. We're both Beckys. And I know that might be a problem. Becky I don't, I mean, squared. Yeah, we are Becky squared. And I think the best thing is just get used to the sound of our voices. Just listen know. to the sound of our voices. <laughs> you guys, we are extremely thankful that you are here with us. And we are also really grateful to have the podcast sponsored from the very beginning because that is what will make this podcast even possible. We are honored to share with you our very first sponsor, Our Best Bites. Our Best Bites recipes have been a staple in our home for years. We absolutely love their recipes. And they have created the Dinner Simplified Meal Plan. This is seven weeks of quick and easy recipes with minimal ingredients, all made to be prepared in under 30 minutes. Now, if your house is anything like ours with busy schedules and people coming and going, this plan is for you. It takes the guesswork out of dinner. And hopefully no one will be eating cereal over the kitchen sink. Never happens. My this is a collection of seven weeks of dinner recipes. These are all new recipes, so they are not found on the web. They are created for this plan only. They are created with families in mind to make the most of both time and ingredients. Each week comes with an organized grocery list, which is key for me because I need organization when I go to the grocery store. Preach. So I don't impulse purchase because I'm hungry. <laughs> the best part about this, you guys, it is actually the lowest price that they have ever offered on this meal plan. So just for being the fabulous listener of this podcast that you are, you are getting a deal that you cannot find anywhere else. How? You go to eatmealstogether.com forward slash Becky, no code needed, and you will get your $10 off on this meal plan that honestly will save your sanity. It makes sense for a brand new podcast that we introduce ourselves. So let's do that. And then we would love to share why we have taken on this new project and what you might expect from the show. And then we have some thoughts. We're excited to share with you guys all about making real connections and cultivating your tribe. So who are we? <laughs> the real question is, who are we not? I'll kick it off. Um, so this is Becky Higgins. Some of you know me, um, but if you don't, um, Instagram and through my business is where you might be familiar. BeckyHiggins.com is my home base, Becky Higgins LLC on Instagram. But I am the founder of a solution for scrapbooking that is called Project Life. And Project Life basically came out of a place of me struggling with my own love for memory keeping, but it was overwhelming me. And so that's a story for another day. But I created Project Life and it is available as a physical system, a digital product, as well as a mobile app. So that's kind of my jam. And it's a lifestyle brand as well. It's part of what has led us here to the podcast. But um, yeah, so that is my work. That's my professional life. And it happens to also be something that I love and that I'm passionate about. And and so it's a joy to be able to work and balance that with what I love the very most, which is my family and my faith. And so I'm married to David. We have three children and um, we're actually kind of, we're having like a landmark year because our oldest is going to be 16, which is a big deal. Oh, that is a big deal. And kind of feeling all the feels. And then yeah. Claire, so that's Porter. He's nearly 16 at the time of recording this. And then Claire just turned 13. So our girl, our baby girl is a teenager. I'm not dying at all about that. Aww. And then our real baby is not a baby anymore. Crew is, he just turned 10. So now we are all in the double digits as well. So that's my family. 
And, um, and yeah, outside of working and momming, I love to serve and I love to do fun things. And I've explored lots of hobbies over the years. And I just like to just live a good life. You know, that's me. Who are you, Becky? Well, I'm Becky Proudfit. I am mom to my four amazing kiddos. My oldest is 14, Weston. I have Jameson, who is 12, Lucy, who is nine, and Caroline, who is five. And this year has been a really big milestone for me because my youngest went to kindergarten. Big deal. It is a big deal. That's a big I thought I'd have a ton more time. I don't, Mm -hmm. but it's amazing. And I kind of feel like I'm crossing over into that next phase of life. Uh, Two years ago, I opened up a company, Mom Diggity Designs, uh, because I was just feeling a little bit uh, lost and needing something more than uh, what I was doing at home. I love being a stay-at-home mom, but I really missed being part of the workforce. And so I've loved engaging in that. I love, 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 love to travel. I also enjoy long walks on the beach (laughs) and a tall drink of water named Taylor, my sweet (laughs) husband. He would be honored. He would. He, he yeah. is. He's. <laughs> the thing is, is he knows that he is a tall drink of water for you because you, I, I don't know very many women that ooze over their husbands as much as you do. It's pretty cute. He's pretty attractive and pretty awesome. He's a great guy. Love we, we have, the hubs. We have great husbands. Okay. Who, by the way, have been really supportive about us doing this because this is kind of a crazy idea and it's crazy because it's another thing. Like we're both right. really busy. Very busy girls. Yeah. I think, though, being married to us, they have learned to just yeah. <laughs> hold on and enjoy the ride. Buckle up. That's right. Because here we go. So let's talk about how we actually like met because we have not been friends for very long. And so it'd be Mm-mm. really interesting maybe to share like how we even came together and what that looks like and then what brought us to the podcast. The whole thing is just kind of fun. It's not a long story, but it's just interesting. Um, and it's been like two years. Yeah. Or less, you know, not very long at all. My, my first recollection is common friends who, who have said to me, because our kids have been going to the same school, and we had common friends who said, you don't know Becky Proudfit? Like, how do you not know Becky Proudfit? So it kind of was like, everyone should know Becky Proudfit. And, um, <clears throat> and then it was, and then it was well, you should know her. You need to know her because I can totally see you guys clicking and getting, like, just having a blast together. Which I appreciate when people say that. It's not like I hear it all the time. But when people have said that, I'm like, oh, that's so fun that they like think of me enough to think that I would have fun with, you know, enjoying a friendship with this other person who sounds really fantastic. Yep. So I hear you. And my first kind of intro to Becky, uh, funny story, I am not a physical scrapbooker. <gasps> what? Not. But I came across <laughs> one of my friends introduced me to the Project Life digital app phone, which if you haven't checked it out, go check it out because it's awesome. Oh, a way fun. to kind of organize your pictures and do digital scrapbooking, cute layouts. And so I had used her app. And when our friends had mentioned it, I didn't connect that that was her app. And then we finally met up and yeah. it was kismet. The yeah. stars aligned. What's that word you just said? Kismet. Do I need to look that up? Well, probably. Do I sound uneducated that I didn't know that word? It's okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks we'll for forgiving me this time. I appreciate that. Sometimes I, yeah, I just, anyway, that it really was kind of fun because, so it was actually like a women's event that I had organized at church and you came to that mm-hmm. and with those friends who had mentioned to both of us. And so I remember specifically in the hallway is where we met. And I remember thinking, well, yeah, this makes sense. Like she is my new BFF. Like she, this is going to be a lot this of fun. This is going to be good. This is going to work. This is going to be a lot of fun. So then we just carried on with a friendship mm-hmm. and, and have enjoyed each other's friendship for all this time. It's been fun. And now the podcast and like how this has even come up. So Becky mentioned that she's been doing this mom diggity in terms of like work, work, mm-hmm. Um, outside of even volunteer work that we both Aside of the 18 loads of laundry Mm. and driving and PTO and all the things. All the things. If only there were 100 hours in every day. (laughs) No, or a clone or something like that. So aside from all of that, um, I was just going through a transitional period in my business earlier this year specifically where I was really like, I mean, I'm pretty prayerful about running a business, but I was really ramping up my communication with God. Cause I'm like, I really, I really want to do 
the right thing and I want to have the right people involved and I want to I want to make this work in a way that that he wants the company to do things. And so I say that because being extra prayerful this year has led me to decisions that have made so much sense for the business. And one of those those um, promptings that I felt and those answers that I received was I needed to do a podcast. What's interesting about that is I had already been thinking about doing a podcast for a couple of years easily, and we discussed it as a team, and it de- definitely was a no. I mean, we all felt like no, not it's just not it's just not what we're going to do. It just doesn't make sense right now. And so that's what's interesting about it is that all of a sudden, and it hit me pretty strong. I mean, I really, I remember when I shared it with David, I'm like, this is like undeniable. Like I am supposed to do a podcast this year. Like this is, we're, it's going to happen. This is the year. This is the year of all the things apparently. And so, um, so I made that decision. And then as I continued praying about, well, what is, what is it supposed to be? And I don't need to go into all the details, but it was through that, that even though I wasn't even thinking that it really should be like with someone else, David, my husband actually had a huge influence on me with that because he and I both enjoy listening to podcasts and he had a pretty strong opinion that it's just more interesting sometimes when you listen to two people talking instead of just one. And anyway, there's no right or wrong, but it really, he planted that seed in my head and I thought about it more and I wasn't thinking about it too deeply when Becky Proudfit popped into my mind and it was like no doubt in my mind that that's exactly how it was supposed to be and that you were supposed to co-host this podcast with me. So then that is what, that's what really set me off on that path. And then, um, do you remember (laughs) the date night, the date night? (laughs) So there we were, there we were, we were on a date night (laughs) driving in the car. And one thing you need to know about Becky Higgins, sweet husband, David, is he is a present <laughs> opener. Like he was the kid that went under the Christmas tree to open the presents early. Oh, he before Christmas morning. Oh like, yeah. And he would tape them back up. Like he could not wait until Christmas morning to open the yeah. present. And so he legitimately would very, very carefully open the presents, find out what he was going to get and then tape them back up. And why does, why is that relevant to the story? <laughs> so we're driving in the car, the four of us, the four of us. Yeah. And we had just gone to dinner and a movie and there was an awesome lightning storm. And so Becky Higgins being Becky Higgins is like, we're going to capture this picture and let's go try to take some pictures of lightning. So we drive off to this little area kind of near our house to try to um, capture this beautiful lightning that was happening. And so pause, hold on. It was not, it was before we got there. It was while we were driving and the um, rain was so hard. Like it was pouring down rain. We're in the car, we're driving and we're talking about all the things. I mean, we're talking about who knows what. And David says, Becky, you're going to tell her? You're going to tell her? And I'm like, uh, I was not going to go there. Like, and David. I said that. I'm pretty open. I'm yep. like, babe, I wasn't like that. I'm not, I'm not I prepared. Wasn't, like, I mean, just that was like between me and him because I still wanted to like overthink it. Yeah. And <laughs> play about it. And I, I did, though. I wanted to overanalyze and obsess over- for at least a week. <laughs> at least. I know. Seriously. And so I just wasn't ready. And he threw that like, you know, like, you know, opening that gift a little before Christmas. Anyway, so he kind of put me on the spot and I wasn't expecting it. But I'm like, well, OK. And so I, I hesitated for a moment. And then and then I said, Becky, I think I'm going to do a podcast and you're like, ooh, you know, and and then I said, and I think you should do it with me. And it was like, <gasps> do you remember that feeling? Yeah. I mean, it was, I think, and who knows? I don't know what Taylor was thinking. I never Taylor was him. probably thinking, I wonder if we're going to get dessert. <laughs> he doesn't, probably was thinking nothing. Nothing shocks him anymore. No, this is true. Actually, I've learned yeah. that about him. Well, it. It was a, it was a moment. It was a moment. And then, and I was like, oh, well just, I mean, I don't, maybe it's not even even a thing. And I don't even know if it's like a real prompting and if it, you know, and then Becky said, why not? You felt it. Like, why would you say this isn't, you know, something that you feel was, you know, told to you. And, and that struck me because I'm like, you know what, that, why would I doubt that? Cause I knew I had been, I mean, I was, you didn't know this, but I knew how prayerful I was being about all the things. And of course it was clear. It was made very clear to me. So that's, that's kind of our story. That is literally like the rest is history because from that moment, we just 
rolled. We just totally went from there. with the homies. Went full speed and... We haven't looked back. We're both kind of that way. We're not like a toe dipper. We're like a jump in cannonball, do this, full steam ahead kind of gals. Right. And you know what? In my life, I've found that when I have a feeling or when I have an impression or when I have an idea, the best thing to do is to go full steam ahead. Yeah. Because it's scary. Mm -hmm. But when you go full steam ahead, it's always worth it. For sure. And fear, I would say, to your point, is what does hold a lot of people back from doing what they feel they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And um, and I want to actually talk about that really quickly because, you know, we're sharing how, you know, kind of background about us and how we came together and how the podcast made sense. But I also want to touch on why are we even doing this? Because you think about it from a personal standpoint, also a business standpoint. We, you know, to spare you all the details, I do want to say this. For my, I don't know about for you, because we haven't talked specifically about this, but for me, there is literally a very long list of reasons to not do a podcast. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of feelings of overwhelm and doubt and insecurities and what ifs, and I don't know, and what if, you know, there's there's a ton of that, and which is something that I think that a lot of us feel a lot of times when we feel like we got, we've got uh-huh. something big that we want to do, and um, the big reason why we are doing this, and this I can speak for both of us, I think, is that we feel called to do this. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Yeah. Like we feel it in our bones, like that we are supposed to do this. And so I feel like that's not fair for us to ignore that. And if we feel like we're supposed to do it, then we need to do it. And I really feel like um, that people who feel called to do something and really feel impressed to go after something, whether it be a specific project or taking up a new hobby, choosing where to volunteer your time or starting your own company or starting a family, like whatever it is, if you really feel called to do the thing, there will likely be opposition. Part of that is like the feelings of doubt Mm -hmm. and whatever, but also um, there's going to be outside pressures against what you want to do. So we have found that, Opposition usually precedes something marvelous that's about to happen. And well, that's and if you can, experience. if you can shift your thinking and when those bad things happen, and let me tell you, I know you've had a super transitional year and mm-hmm. you guys will know all the things about my life in coming podcasts, but this year particularly has been a huge growing, awful slash wonderful year. And if you can switch your thinking to to recognize that opposition mm-hmm. as someone trying to stop you. Yeah. It empowers you because you want to punch through that brick wall <laughs> and say, no, sir. Yeah. No, it's so true. Nobody can tell me what I can and can't do. It's no, true. ma'am. Mm-hmm. And you punch through that wall and overcoming that fear is a huge part of that. But the rewards are endless and it helps you to get to that that next thing you're seeking after. Oh, for sure. I agree with you. Recognizing that that struggle is a part of it is key. And then it's on you to stay the course and to stay firm and to follow, you know, obviously you want to make sure that you're doing the right thing and make sure that you're in touch with those feelings really well. Because if you're feeling uneasy for reasons of like, this should not be your priority right now for, you know, really good reasons or whatever, that's a different story. But if you know, and you have felt that, that you're supposed to explore and, and initiate something, then by all means, expect the opposition, forge ahead, stay the course and make it happen. Nothing should get in your way. Let's talk about the mission of our podcast. Like, what are we, what are we doing? Like, why do we feel like this is super important? What is this about? Do you have any initial thoughts on that? I sure do. So as we kind of thought and knew we needed to do this podcast and then, um, as we kind of move forward with it, one thing that kept coming back to me is, you know, in life, my greatest need, and I imagine a lot of other people's, it's not to be loved. It's not to be accepted. Really. My number one need is to connect, Mm -hmm. is to connect to my spouse, to connect to my children, to feel connected to my community, to my school, to my church, to God. The connection is what I'm after. And that expression of connection is love is friendship. And In my early years of marriage and when I started having kids and became a stay-at-home mom, um, I loved it, but I felt really isolated and um, sometimes really lonely. And I felt 
like the things I said or the things I thought, like no one else thought that way or felt that mm-hmm. way. And um, as I've kind of, I guess, grown up, because let's be honest, motherhood, we're just growing up with our kids here. <laughs> but as I kind of continued on that journey, um, I actually went to this class and I went to a class at uh, BYU taught by a man named Michael Goodman, who's amazing. And it was a class about marriage and, um, you know, always trying to make the marriage better. Mm -hmm. Marriage takes work and I'm trying to do the work. So I went to the class and he was talking about first thing in your marriage in order to, to be happy and to have a successful marriage is to, you know, be happy within yourself. And he brought up the best point that was such a turning point for me. He said, ladies, you don't let people see the real you. Mm. You project what you think people want to see. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so I realized I had totally been doing that in my life. I felt out of place because I thought the things I thought, uh, the thoughts in my head weren't, were atypical when really what I needed to do was to embrace who I was. And in this class, he said this one line and it totally stuck with me. And he said, ladies, let your freak flag fly. <laughs> and it, you know, such it. a funny thing to say, but it struck me because it was true. <laughs> and I realized that I was robbing the world of knowing who I really was and the things that I really thought and that all of those things are good. We all have different difference, differences in opinion, mm-hmm. religions, whatever, come from different places. But when you don't express who you truly are, you can't find the people that you're going to connect with. And, and he said that that is a roadblock a lot of people have is that they are portraying an image and so they attract people who are attracted to the image but that's not who you really are. So you're missing that connection piece. And I went home and really, really thought about that. And I feel like since then I've tried so hard to be more engaged in my community, to be more open about my life, to be more um, authentic with who I am and to, to, to spread love outward. And because of that, I have been able to connect with friends. I've been able to connect better with my husband, but on a deeper and truer level, that is much more gratifying Mm. and fulfilling for me. That's amazing. That's amazing. And, and I, what he said to you about letting your freak flag fly, say that. It's a mouthful. Say that five times fast. (laughs) Do it. Freak flag fly. Freak flag fly. Freak flag fly. (laughs) (laughs) Or this could go bad really fast. No, but that's powerful. And it's actually one of the, um, we're going to actually be sharing a few solid tips here in a, in a few moments about, about how you guys, our listeners can join with us and really helping all of us to be better about, about being more authentic so that we really can attract those people who are, they, that they do know our true selves. Like that's a big deal that value you. And let me just say, ladies out there, you are enough. You don't ever have to be anything more than what you are. You have been given gifts and unique challenges. You've been given unique talents and all those things bless every single one of us. And so you need to know if no one's told you today, number one, you're hot. Number two, (laughs) yes, you are. You're enough. You Mm -hmm. are enough and know that and feel that. And that is going to be, I'm going to be devil's advocate. That's going to be easier said than done. Oh, absolutely. Like you and I can say that and we can feel that. And we, and I know that you and I both feel already love for our listeners. Absolutely. Even if we don't know most of them personally, like we are so excited about connecting with you guys and really building a community here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is going to, it is easier said than done. And we are hoping and going back to kind of the mission of our podcast, that that is part of what we can create here and cultivate here is that sense of community where women, especially, cause we know that most of our listeners will be women, not that our men are not invited cause they certainly are. Um, but who women who really want to learn to grow, to be uplifted and feel supported and get inspired. Like all of these things are possible even through the device that is plugged into your ears right now, listening to a podcast. Like that is, that is what we're hoping. We want this to be a place where we can talk about all of the things without being limited. That is actually why it's called cultivate a good life because that Mm -hmm. is so all encompassing for so many different things, whether we are going to talk about marriage and family business, wellness, personal progress, home. 
I mean, we've got to even talk about memory keeping once in a while because I need some help in that area. You need so help. That would be great. <laughs> and can I get a big amen from our listeners? Because a <laughs> lot of people need help with that. And I want to say also that we don't claim to be experts in mental wellness or, you know, we not are not life coaches, not doctors, no, not, not no. None We're just a sister trying to make it just like the rest of you. <laughs> that is what we are. We actually, really are. we really are. And that's what cultivate a good life means to us is like, it, it means something a little different to everybody, but really like we can all be a little better about being a little more intentional about how we cultivate a good life. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool when you think about it. So this is a community. Um, we are, we're going to be better because we're with you guys. We're going to be better because we're about ready to engage in a way that probably most podcasters don't necessarily with their listeners. And we're excited about that. So we invite you guys um, as listeners to be involved and be as involved as you want to be. So be engaged with our social media. Follow us at Cultivate a Good Life on Instagram. That is where we are hanging out. If you guys have topics that you want us to consider covering, email us at podcast at beckyhiggins.com. And guess what? Hmm. Guess what? What? We are even doing a live event coming oh, up. I can't wait. I know. I'm super excited. So by the time this launches, right, the podcast mm-hmm. launches and this first episode is live. In fact, the first several episodes are live. So you guys can just binge listen the heck out of us. Yes. Um, sorry. And you're welcome. I don't know. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> We're actually going to do a live event that's kind of like a combo like BH birthday party because we have a birthday celebration all October long every year. And this is our ninth birthday at Becky Higgins. And, and we're going to do a live event in Gilbert, Arizona, because we are located in Arizona. And there's a, we have some friends at Soda Rush that have offered to open up their doors on October 23rd between, uh, I think it's 10 10 to 12, 10 to 12. Mm -hmm. So come, come on your lunch break, get a sitter or bring the kids. We don't care. We just want to see you and meet and celebrate with you. Come help us celebrate the launch of the podcast. Um, and we just, we want to really like sincerely, like Becky was saying earlier, we crave connection and we really want to connect with you guys. We, mm-hmm. We're really excited about that. Um, can we transition and can we talk before we leave about how all of us can find our tribe? I mean, in light of the community yes. that we have here, um, through the podcast is new, but also through the community that has been created through um, the work that I've been doing for years, which is where I'm sure a lot of our listeners are coming from, it, and even the the community and sense of friendship that you have cultivated over the years through mm-hmm. your work and through your personal connections, yep. um, it matters. I think that's like the main thing that I'm feeling right now with tribes. Having yep. a tribe, which, you know, it's just a term that it kind of sounds a little cliche and trendy, but like, I don't know what else to say, right? Well, and it goes beyond... We're not talking about a tribe like so you have girls to go for girls' nights out with, although that's awesome. Sure. We're talking about in, a tribe the right season. that yeah. supports you. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a tribe that helps you to achieve your goals. We're talking about a tribe that helps to make your family better, that helps to make your marriage better. We're talking about a tribe that has your back, that protects you, that helps you to be a better person. For sure. And it matters also because um, we feel like Having a tribe and really, truly building a community like this not only adds joy to your life and a sense of security, but it really does combat loneliness and isolation. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's what leads to anxiety and stress and sadness and depression. And let's just not go there. Let's try to avoid that as much as possible. Connection really can be Mm -hmm. what can prevent a lot of that heartbreak from happening. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. And we also need to model this for our children, right? Oh. Like, especially Amen. in this age. And we will definitely, we've got episodes planned for you guys mm-hmm. about Some this. Awesome experts coming on. Mm-hmm. Like mm. we really want to go there and talk about that. But in terms yeah. of creating your own tribe, finding it, cultivating it, we have to model that for our kids. Yep. And I'm going to, let's just dive in. We actually have four solid tips that we want to share with you guys right yep. now. And then we will close out. Um, these are four ways to cultivate your tribe. Now, I got to say something real quick. Okay. You and I both, Becky, love listening to podcasts. We have for a love long time. podcasts. Yes. Like 
The best thing about it is that you can listen while you're doing all the things. Now, I, I'm, we're going to definitely talk about multitasking in a different episode. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of multitasking that works. You can listen and be plugged in your, your, you know, with your earbuds or your AirPods or whatever, yep. headphones, whatever, while you are filling the blank, whatever it means for you. For me, while I'm hiking, going on a walk, exercising by myself, driving carpool. Oh my gosh. If you're in the car by yourself, road trips. Well, give yourself a pat on the back because you're in the car by yourself. Well, well done. There's that. Well done. <laughs> well done if you're outside, you know, moving your yes. body. You know, doing laundry, that's one of my favorite times because if I'm not with my family, because I'm with my family so much, but if I'm not with them, I, I want to disclaim that and say, I for sure am a big advocate of carving out time that is still, and that is quiet. That is Mm -hmm. so important. And people think that they need to have noise all the time. And I disagree. I fully, we like, we will talk about that in a, in another episode, but having said that, I listen to stuff every day and I feel more well-read than the past several years because of podcasts and audiobooks and mm-hmm, all sure. the things because we can listen. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is we're about to share, <clears throat> excuse me, we're about to share four solid tips with you. And if you are like what we're saying and you're doing laundry and you're using your hands or you're driving or you're exercising, don't fret. We will put the highlights of what we're talking about and any links that we're mentioning, all this, we'll put it in the show notes. And that way you don't have to take notes because it's impossible sometimes. So the show notes can be found on the blog at beckyhiggins.com. That's where you can look. And that's, you know, that's where you don't, you can feel like you don't have to take all the notes. So tip number one, we already talked about it, but yeah, let your freak flag fly. Let it fly high ladies. Yeah. You cannot connect with people if you don't let them know who you are. So number one, let your freak flag fly. Be proud of who you are. Know that you're enough and share that bright, beautiful soul with the world. Because as you're exuding that light, you are going to draw people to you that recognize who you are, what you're about, and they're going to connect with you on that deeper level. That's like, it's a game changer. Like it when is. you really think about it, the way that you thought about it after mm-hmm. you heard that term and really processed that, it's a yeah. big deal. It's a really big deal. And we did already talk some about that. So we don't need to expand on that too much. But I do want to mention that it just piggybacking on what Becky was saying, we have enough to worry about just being ourselves. Why on earth would we consciously try to be who we are not? That sounds exhausting. And you don't need to be. No. I will never be soft-spoken. Mm. I just won't be. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And that's one of my gifts. And so to try to be mad at myself for not being that way is just not yeah. worth it. Mm-mm. No, and Too it's also energy. not your, it's not your true authentic self. It's not what I meant to do and it's not what I meant to be. Well, and beyond that, we can't even strengthen bonds with other people when we're comparing ourselves to others. Oh. So when we look at other people and go, oh, like in your example, she's, she's so sweet and soft-spoken and I kind of wish I were more like that. Well, first of all, no, like that's not who you are. And secondly, comparing yourself to her does no good. It, it serves no one. Mm-mm. And I, I know that's another thing that's easier said than done that we probably need to talk about that as well. But yeah, it's, you know, it's a big deal. Tip number two, live more openly. Put yourself out there. I, this is kind of an, an interesting thing. Um, so on social media recently, I actually asked a question um, and asked people how they kind of overcome um, being left out of something. Mm-hmm. And that's actually, I'm going to, I'm going to talk yeah. a little bit more about that. I'm going to come back to that. Um, because it was quite an interesting thing, but let me share a, a recent story that happened to me. And if you follow me on social media, you would have seen my stories about this. And if you missed it, just go into my featured stories where it says hike, because that's on there. It's pretty recent. And you'll see my story that I don't need to repeat here, but basically I met this woman on this butte that I like to hike and her name is Ruth, 60 years old. We've never met before. And we ended up connecting on such a sweet level and we ended up um, hiking together and talking the entire time. And it was just really cool. And at the end of the hike, um, through our conversation, by the way, she was sharing with me the anxiety and fear that she's experienced in hiking by herself because of some deeper rooted oh. anxiety and, you know, things mm-hmm. that she was dealing with. Well, anyway, she gets, we get down to the end of the hike. We're done. We finished. And she's like, oh my gosh, that was so great. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. I kind of forgot to worry about the fears that I had. 
And I thought, you know, that's that's so sweet. And then, you know, we ended up just feeling like we were a blessing to each other that day. Mm -hmm. Well, here's what I want to share. And this is what I did not say in my stories, but I wanted to share it with you guys today. And that is that meeting Ruth that day and feeling this really cool connection with a perfect stranger never would have happened a couple of weeks or a couple of months ago with the mentality that I used to have. That mentality looks like this. I parked my car at the trailhead. Mm -hmm. I saw someone coming and I thought, well, I'll just sit here for a minute so she can get started because it's kind of awkward getting out of your car at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, Like let's, you know, everyone's here to have their own space, right? Yeah. So that was like my thought. I'll just pause or maybe if I get out really quick, if I get Mm -hmm. out really quick, I can get a head start. She's older. So I'm probably faster. (laughs) (laughs) These are like legitimately the thoughts that went through my head. Shame on me. Well, here's the thing. Like I felt, I kind of had this prompting in that moment, just get out when she shows up. I mean, she's walking up. Mm -hmm. Like the timing is just like, maybe you're supposed to, maybe you're supposed to be in each other's day for a moment or who knows. But the prompting was there and I didn't ignore it. And because I didn't ignore it, both of us felt really blessed that we got Mm -hmm. to connect that day. So here's my point. Living openly, that's what it means to me. Living openly means don't look at your phone in the grocery line sometimes. Don't sit at the bottom of a trailhead and wait in your car so that the hiker can get a head start so that you can avoid saying hi because you're worried about your own problems or want to be in your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have that alone time. I'm all for solitude, but for the love living openly means being more open to those opportunities that are going to come if we choose to put ourselves out there. You have to engage in the situations when you're volunteering it sometimes feels awkward, let's be honest, and yeah. a little unnatural, but say say hello. Walk up to people, say hello, shake hands. It's awkward, but practice it and it will get easier, I promise. Totally. And now my kids don't like to go to the grocery store with me because <laughs> I just talk to everybody. I actually can picture that and I, you know, feel bad for your kids that you are. <laughs> you know, I leave feeling great I'm every kidding. time. No, it, it actually would change the game. Like I, maybe we should encourage people to just try that if they're not, because not everybody's the same. We're not yeah. assuming that you guys don't do that. But, you know, I, I don't just say hi to everybody I pass. Like I, yeah, I've say got hi. things in my mind. Say and, thank you. Right. Oh, you'll be, you'll see oh, looks sure. of shock on people's faces when you just say thank you. And PS with eye contact, by the way. Eye contact. Eye contact. Crucial. Like whatever happened to that. So, yeah. so tip number three, let's kind of go into, um, wh- what we were starting to say, but stop taking things so personally. Um, I think it's crucial. Um, and the reason why, okay, so this is now I'm going to go back to where I left off. When I mentioned this question on Instagram, I said to people, Hey, what does that look like for you? How do you get over feeling left out? And where does it come from? Yeah. Why do you feel left out to begin with? Well, I don't think a lot of people think about the root of where that comes from Mm because we're all in control of our own thoughts, but none of us take the time to actually think about that very often. Um, but when you stop taking things so personally and you remember that it's never about you, that is also a game changer. So when I asked that Instagram question, this is what was so interesting. Mm -hmm. The amount of responses that came through was astonishing. And the way that elicited an emotional response was mind blowing. Like it really, I didn't expect that as grown women, which most of our people are right. Um, there are a lot of people who have been deeply affected and hurt by feelings of isolation, feelings of being left out. FOMO is a thing, right? And I think that's why it surprised me so much because I think that one of the gifts that I have is not having FOMO. Oh, I fear of missing out. You have FOMO. I have had FOMO intensely in the past. It is something I have now identified and worked through, but I totally, and it probably was in that more insecure time in my life, but I absolutely would, was very cautious and I, uh, and I was kind of hanging back and saying, Oh, I really wish someone would come up and talk to me or Mm -hmm. I really wish. And then I just had to, to kind of flip the switch and you can't think I really wish someone would come up to me. You have to be the person that says, I'm going to go initiate. I'm going to go talk to someone. Be the initiator. Yep. Be the initiator, be the one instead of wallowing in your sorrows and instead of feeling bad that other people maybe did not invite you to something or include you in something or say hi to you in a situation, be the initiator. And by the way, Mm -hmm. if you're feeling that way, the other person who's not saying hi to you is probably thinking, 
oh, I wish she would just come up and say hi to me. It's funny. So it's a bunch of lonely people yeah. not saying right? hello. <laughs> Women, we are just so good at overthinking. We really are. I have an actionable tip. Can I share it? Absolutely. I think when it comes to this and stopping, stopping that, you know, that feeling of taking things so personally, I would invite you to the next time you have a judgmental thought. And I don't mean like, ew, look what she's wearing. I mean, like, she doesn't like me. She didn't invite me. I feel left out. Like Mm -hmm. any judgmental thought, replace that with a thought on how you can serve that person. Ooh, I love that. That really can change everything. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, this, these are not fluffy words. I have done this. I've applied this. And yes. when you change your thought process from, um, uh, from assumptions, because we make them all the live long day, yep. we are making assumptions. But when we replace that, especially if we feel the mm-hmm. hurt feelings kind of creeping in right? and we replace it with how can we serve her mm-hmm. game changer? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It forces you to look outside yourself. When you take things personally, essentially, my husband pointed this out to me once, and I'll go into depth on that story another time, but I was getting upset because I was. I was internalizing everything, and he said, do you realize how selfish you're being making it about you? Oh, totally. And I thought, well, that was hurtful, This is but absolutely true and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely true. Some of my dearest friends are people I never would have thought to reach out to that I served them or served alongside with them. And they have become dear connections in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, and part of that came because of the shift in your mentality and your openness for sure. Get out there and serve. Do it. Fourth Do tip. It. You ready for this? Embrace others for who they are. You know, when Becky talked earlier about letting your freak flag fly, I got freak take, flag I, fly. I take my time when I say that. Yeah, I'm worried about how it's going to come out. So, <laughs> I, so we really do need to understand that embracing others when their freak flags fly yes. is a big deal. Like we need to embrace other people for who they are. When Becky was saying you're enough and you're worth it and you're valuable, that is how we need to also feel about everyone. And that doesn't mean have unhealthy boundaries. That doesn't mean, you know, push your way into circles that you really shouldn't be in part of because that's not good for you. Right. It's not going to be an an uplifting place to hang out, but everyone has something to offer. Being friends or friendly with everyone is super important. That doesn't mean you need to be everybody's best friend. We still need to be selective with those that we really spend the most time with. And by the way, that includes social media. It's a totally separate topic, but like the, the way that we consume content is to me very similar to the people that we spend time with. Yep. has a huge impact on our life, but we need to be selective about that by, but still be kind to everyone, both the giver and the receiver feel more connection when this is done. Mm -hmm. Another little uh, tip. So sadly, you know, I have middle schoolers, one about to go to high school. These issues, I thought in my mind, if you had told me when I was 15, okay, well, when you're 36, are you going to feel this way? I'd be like, no way. I'm going to have it so together. And then you get there and you're like, wow, these are the same things I felt in high school or felt in middle school or felt in elementary school. So crazy. And this was a tip I actually gave my daughter this morning because um, she was telling me about an interaction she had had at school. And I actually had some pretty intense interactions with a parent last year um, who, you know, in my mind was just unkind to me. Mm. And and I was talking to my husband and kind of going down the slippery slope. And I was like, can you even believe that? The mm-hmm. kind of, you know, going down that road. Mm-hmm. And... He said, you just need to kill him with kindness. Mm. And so that was the advice I gave my daughter today. And I said, you know what? Always assume, you know, like you said, always assume it's not about you. And then, so I saw that person and I went up and said, hey, I feel like there's tension. Like I have done something to offend you. And I just want to apologize. I think you are a wonderful person and so great at this and that. And it really turned the situation around. It's amazing. Giving people the benefit of the doubt. Yep. David will, will say that's one of my, it's one of my gifts and one of the most detrimental things ever. <laughs> See, I think that. Because sometimes I give too much, too much credit. Yeah. You know what though? I would rather you yeah. go that way than the other way. Amen. Right? Yep. 
I will. The world that. is good. People are good. Everyone's valuable. Yeah. And capitalize on that. Let those let those other thoughts be drowned out by your gratitude for the people around you. For sure. Everyone really does have something to add. And, uh, you know, there's also a lot of not great things happening and people who make really bad choices that are so upsetting. Yeah. It's not, it's not about us. Nope. It never is. And so boundaries are important. Boundaries are important, but we can still be kind and be respectful toward others. And, um, and it will trust you, me, our kids will pick up on that. And we're raising our future leaders. So I sure hope that we are modeling what we hope our kids will be, you know? Okay. So those are our four main things that we want. I mean, there's a whole lot more than four tips that we tried to share, but we wanted to welcome you guys to this podcast, introduce you to ourselves, get this party started with some fun things to talk about and really um, expect a variety. That's what we're going to give you around here. We would love if you shared about the podcast. Now, this is what's interesting about this first episode. You guys don't know yet what the podcast is really going to be, I know. but do you trust us? (laughs) That's like Aladdin. Do you trust me? Can do you trust ooh, me? Yes. Picture him on a magic carpet floating Come, slightly above Join her. us on our magic carpet. <laughs> okay. Backstory. There might be a lot of Disney running through Becky Proudfoot's blood. Let's just say that. Disney holds a place in mm. my heart that like, will never be replaced. Yeah. The it's, lessons you can learn from Disney. You know, Disney is to you as memory keeping is to me. Let's say that. Cause that's how I feel I about never made that parallel. I know. I just, that that's what that you is. Could be and so we will correct. talk about all of the things, yes. Disney and memory keeping. Okay. So one of the most meaningful things that you can do right now is even though we're just getting started and we are going to trust that you're going to trust that this is going to be the podcast you never knew you always wanted. <laughs> it's definitely the podcast we never knew we always wanted. Oh true that. Okay. So we are going to ask you to consider reposting that graphic that we shared on social media and share it on your, on your Instagram and share one thing that you're liking about the podcast so far. And we are going to randomly select a couple of you guys to win some merchandise. Ah, who doesn't love some free merchandise? I know it's going to be so fun. And we'll, we'll talk more probably in the stories actually about what we're going to share with you guys and be sure that you are following us on the podcast Instagram, which is at cultivate a good life. That is where you can find Becky squared together. Becky squared, your daily dose of the Becky squared. Oh, again, you're welcome. And I'm sorry all at the same time, because we don't even know what that's going to be. You can make fun of us. We're totally fine with that. Exactly. Thank you again to our very first sponsor, our best bites and make sure that you check out their awesomeness. Um, you can go to eatmealstogether.com forward slash Becky to save yourself 10 bucks because hello, you should do that. And didn't you say there's like a favorite, you've got a favorite. Okay, so years ago, I um, was trying to get back into the like regularity of cooking dinner and was really struggling because every recipe I found was like 40,000 ingredients that I didn't even know what to do with. Anyways, I came across this recipe on from our best bites and it is a Thai noodle salad mm. and it is hey, my like go to it's my maybe my favorite like complete meal in a bowl of my life wow. so on For my real? birthday I'm gonna need you to make it oh bring it to my home oh is that how this goes correct can you go back to being so we are going to li- <laughs> never I could never see I just can't but we are going to link that in our show notes as well and I'm going to share mm-hmm. it on our social media account and you need to go make this recipe today it is delicious mm-hmm. and all of their recipes that is what I love about our best bites yeah their recipes are parent tested kid tested they're accessible they're new twists on things that you're probably already making and just the yummiest yummiest food that the entire family will absolutely enjoy and thank you for. Tell me how you really feel about our best bites. I really, I'm telling you, this salad, if I ate it, if I was in prison on death row and I had one meal left, Let's not go it might be this salad. Seriously. It like is it's that good. so good. I can't wait to oh, try so it. Good. Thank you to our best bites for, for sponsoring the show, but also for making my friend Becky incredibly happy with one recipe. Okay, so we have got to close this now. Now, what's really super fun. Oh, by the way, by the way, iTunes, you can leave a review on iTunes. I did not want to forget to That's mention apparently, that. That's apparently, since we're thing. super, super good at podcasting, 
That is apparently a very important thing. It's a is big deal. leaving a review. Well, leaving reviews, and I, you know, you and I have been listeners for a, a, a long, long time. I never realized, and now I feel very guilty that right. I've consumed all this amazing content. Without leaving a review. I'm going to spend the rest of today leaving reviews. Please just repent and make it better. I, that's how I feel, too. Like, I'm leaving I reviews go... for all of you. I'm looking at you, Jody Moore. Reviews <laughs> coming your way. Ooh. Five star. I mean, we can go there. I'll 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 just give you a big Ugh. hearty amen right now. Yes. That Jody Moore is. I, I yes, you feel the same way. Mm. She is one of our favorite podcasters. Her podcast is called Better Than Happy. It's good, guys. If you want to get to the root of all the things and listen to an actual legit life coach, life coach who really dials in. Like I like. She's amazing, right? We love her. We love yeah. you, Jody Moore. We do love you, Jody. Hashtag fangirl. Mm, we are. Oh, man. And so, so anyway, yes, um, I'd leave a review on iTunes. Uh, you know, if you don't leave a review right this second, like, I'll forgive you because it's only been one episode. But listen, right. you've got a few more to listen to right now. Binge right. listen and have fun with the podcast. Feel all the feels. Whether you're feeling, you know, happy or or you're having some self-actualization, realization, or you feel like you've got an actionable thing that you want to put to yeah. use, like do act on that. Don't ignore those promptings. That's like a huge takeaway. Girl, that I would ha- you got this. Oh, yeah. You go out there and crush it. You got this. We'll see you guys next time. David, could you turn your phone on silent? We're, we're kind need, of doing something we're here. We're going to need the sound engineer to silence the phone. So, who are we? Who aren't we <laughs> is really the better question to ask. Dang it. We got to do that again. Which part? What do I say, Beck? What do I say? So our sound oh, wait, engineer. Oh, did you record all that? Oh, I don't Snarky know. Snarky banter. Can I ask a question? Sure. Do we think that the pile of blankets makes such a big difference? Or should we try without let's, and see what okay, it sounds so like? So let's try Hold now. On. Hold on. Ready? This is with blankets. This is with the blankets. With this blankets. is how we sound. Okay, ready? This is without blankets. This is also without blankets. Now without let's... Without the blankets. Yeah. Let's stop recording and listen okay. to both. Okay. Hey! <laughs> 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 let's stick with the stock music. <laughs>